I am the water of life. Homily for the third Sunday of Lent. Brothers and sisters, every encounter with Jesus transforms our lives. We meet Jesus, for instance, when we gather as we do this weekend to celebrate the Eucharist. We meet Jesus in the face of our suffering brothers and sisters. We meet Jesus in our workplaces, in our homes and driveways. We meet Jesus especially in the poor. We meet Jesus when we study the scripture. We meet Jesus when we pray. We meet Jesus in the silence of our hearts. God is everywhere and by the power of God, the presence of God everywhere, we are guaranteed certainly and surely that every moment of our lives is a moment of divine encounter. So you never know where you will meet Jesus. This is why you should always be open for the miracle of divine encounter. Jesus offers himself to us every day as the one great friend who can satisfy our thirst for happiness and peace. This Lenten season offers us especially the opportunity of encountering this Jesus who is also searching for each and every one of us. We all have a hunger for God which can only be satisfied through an encounter with Jesus, especially when we keep constant company with Jesus. In the first reading, God satisfies the thirst of the people of Israel in the desert. This is an invitation to us also to call upon the Lord, especially in our moments of needs, and He will answer us. God is always there for us to support our lives, especially when we are tired and uncertain of the future. St. Paul, in the second reading, invites us to hope in the Lord because our hope can never fail us. We have in Jesus a friend who has made us an irresistible offer that he will be with us always in this life. This is the meaning of justification, a term that has often divided the Christians since the time of the Reformation. However, without getting into a theological debate, the importance of our justification by faith is that we have received an offer from God in Christ that we are God's children, that we are heirs of God's promise of eternal life, and that we remain always under the canopy of divine love, grace, salvation, sanctification, and peace. We can only lay hold to this promise of God by believing in Him and by walking with Jesus in humility, in acts of charity, and total trust and total surrender to God's eternal will. We have a promise from Jesus that as long as we hold on to God, as long as we hold on to our Savior, we will never be put to shame or be overcome by the power of evil. In the Gospel, we are presented with the story of the woman of Samaria who was searching for God.
by this well. She was a woman who had no name. In the New Testament, those who have no name are usually people who have no status in society. She was also a Samaritan. The Samaritans were regarded as inferior spiritually by the Israelites because they were considered unfaithful to God's covenant and worshipped idols. They were outcasts. Faithful Jews did not communicate with the Samaritans. Jewish men also do not speak to Samaritan women who were considered ritually unclean. Jesus, however, breaks the prejudices of his people by talking to a Samaritan woman, asking her for water, and even spending some time in conversation with her in the richest and longest dialogue that we find in the New Testament. Before God, we are all equal. In Jesus, no one is lost in the crowd. Everyone matters. In Jesus, it is no longer a man's world, but a world fit for all God's people. Where God's children, male or female, white or black, rich or poor, have equal dignity and respect before God. In this dialogue, Jesus elevates the status of women by making them hearers of God's word and sharers in God's mission and preachers of the good news. Jesus shows that he can go to any extent to bring all humanity into the circle of God's love. He came to confront and heal the ancient divisions which have kept people apart. He welcomes all, the rejects of society, the sinners as well as saints, the faithful and unfaithful children of God. He however always invites people to leave their past behind and seek the highway that leads to truth, conversion, life, and salvation that is offered freely to all those who repent and who come to God. No one who encounters Jesus remains the same. Jesus came that all of us will have life in abundance and fullness of light that shatters the darkness in our lives and in the world. Jesus came that all of us will have self-esteem dignified as firstborn children of God and pursue our ordered ends by God's grace that will free us from social restrictions and settled prejudices and everything that blocks us from realizing the fullness of life that is offered in Christ. He came to offer everyone the water of life. We are thirsty for God. There is a longing for God in our hearts. Each and every one of us, like C.S. Lewis says, we have a God-shaped hole in our heart and it's only God who can satisfy and fill this God-shaped hole. The water of life is the gift of faith that God gives us in the Lord Jesus Christ. This woman represents all of us in our search for happiness. She sought for happiness in many ways. She had five husbands, which symbolically represents, represent not a marital union, but the many false gods that ruled her life and that of her people, the Samaritans. The story is not so much about an immoral woman whom Jesus led to faith and conversion. It is the story of a people and indeed of humanity that continues to search for God in many false ways and how God leads us one step after another 
until our eyes are opened and we behold God as God beholds us in Christ. It is the story of our hiding from God and our self-exile from God, from truth, from life, from happiness and authentic humanity and inner fulfillment. It is above all the story of a God who wants to take away our shame and restore our fortune. At the end of this encounter between Jesus and the Samaritan woman, this woman discovers and confesses that Jesus is Lord and Savior. She is confronted by the truth about her life and the life of her people. She sees herself as in a mirror and she places her life at the feet of Jesus. She leaves her part by the well, signifying her past. That she leaves her past behind. When we meet Jesus, we leave our past behind and we enter into a brighter and better future with Jesus. This woman leaves her part behind, goes to the village to proclaim to others about this wonderful man who transformed her life who told her everything about her life and the future. Every encounter with Jesus is like that. It leads us to see ourselves as we are. We pray that as we come to God at Mass this third Sunday of Lent, we may meet Jesus again. And we may recognize our hunger for God, see ourselves as in a mirror as we look upon the cross. Stretch out your hand, my dear friends, and lay hold of Jesus, who alone offers the water of life. And may you find satisfaction in drinking from this boundless fountain of life, of love, of salvation, of grace and abundant life. Amen.